As many of our UNT students face unexpected challenges and expenses related to the coronavirus, the new UNT CARES Fund is here to help them persevere. Gifts made to this special fund will meet short-term needs so our students can continue to have long-term success. Visit one.unt.edu slash UNTCares to make a gift today. Your generosity will go a long way in helping UNT students stay safe, healthy, and on track to graduate. You're listening to the Ali at UNT podcast, recorded at the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of North Texas. This podcast features interviews with the faculty, members, and staff who are a part of Ali at UNT's community of lifelong learners. To learn more about our program, please visit our website, olli.unt.edu, or send us an email at olli.unt.edu. Now let's join our host, Ollie at UNT member, Susan Supak. This is Susan Supak speaking at the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of North Texas in Denton, Texas, known to most of us as Ollie. I'm speaking with Dr. David Wolf, Vice President for University Advancement at the University of North Texas. After receiving a BS in communications and an MS in political science from the University of Texas at Arlington, Dr. Wolf earned his PhD in higher education right here at the University of North Texas and has been with UNT's Division of University Advancement since 2015. Under his leadership, his team has established records in fundraising totals and secured the largest gift in UNT history, a $30 million commitment from alumnus Brent Ryan and his wife, Amanda, establishing the G. Brent Ryan College of Business. Along with his role in leading the drive for educational philanthropy, Dr. Wolf is on the faculty of UNT's College of Education and has published research on on university leadership and giving. Welcome, Dr. Wolf. Hey, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. It's so great to have you here. Thank you very much for joining us. I suppose the best place to start is to tell people about the purpose and the mission of the Division of University Advancement. Yeah, the word advancement is used purposefully. It's meant to describe what we do, which is advancing the university mostly from an external perspective, but we absolutely work with students and with all of the, let's say, internal programs such as student affairs, academic affairs, and others. But people know us for our fundraising, which you mentioned. We've had a really tremendous run so far in the five years I've been at UNT. But we also do things such as run all of our alumni relations programs, including the Alumni Association, which is a 501c3 run by board of directors, as well as working with the UNT Foundation, which holds all of the university endowments. And we work very closely with our university marketing and communications folks because we tend to be the go-to for working with external communities, including corporations, private foundations, and our alumni and friends who support the university. Sounds very extensive. As I was preparing to speak with you, it was abundantly clear in my research that UNT's fundraising efforts have changed real lives in many ways, removing obstacles and creating opportunities that would otherwise not be realized. Can you tell us what led you to a career in higher education giving? Boy, that's a tough question. I would say by chance, 
I won't say by mistake, but by chance. I appreciate the kind introduction. You had mentioned that I had a bachelor's degree in communication. I was in television advertising in a first career for several years. I'm one of those interesting people that couldn't stop going to school. So I went to school at night and you mentioned I have a master's degree in political science. I am a political junkie, but interestingly, I was really always fascinated on how public universities were administered and led and how they worked with their legislatures because they're different than K through 12 in terms of people pay tuition, pay to, to attend universities with some state support. So that furthered my interest into checking out UNT, which was a a game changer and a life changer for me, being able to study in a very prominent and prestigious department of higher education in the College of Education at UNT with some great professors, a guy named Jack Beyer and Ron Newsom specifically took me under their wing and changed my life and gave me a different perspective on higher education. And that's when the light bulb came on and I Took a, my very first job was at the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center in Dallas, and I worked in student recruitment and marketing, which eventually led to a, my first role in development, which was at my undergraduate alma mater of UT Arlington. And then later, I ended up at places like University of Alabama and UCLA and others before coming back home to UNT. Well, as I said, when I looked at the highlights of your division, it was so impressive. And you know, I'd really love to delve into so many of those stories. But without a doubt, the most timely and relevant campaign, as we're speaking here today together, would be the remarkable effort called UNT Cares, mm-hmm. the fund established to support students who have emergency needs due to COVID-19, the coronavirus. Could you tell us about that UNT? Cares campaign. Yeah, well, as the buildup before we're in our current situation where we're all working from home, but before that, as things were starting to progress, UNT President Neil Smotrisk and I had a very good conversation about what direction we needed to do because we wanted to be aware that people were going to be dealing with some very tough situations. And we talked about the fact that as we slowed down our normal fundraising and alumni efforts, where could we focus efforts of our team in an appropriate way? And it it was a pretty simple question and answer. And that is that we conceived and have now been working through this UNT CARES campaign, which all the fundraising and support for it go directly to students with emergency need. And we're specifically been using our Start Green, Stay Green program, where the university works directly with students. They can apply, do everything via online. They don't need to come to campus. And we can work through and help them in various ways with whatever their needs may be. So yeah, to date we have, I think, north of 250 donors in just maybe two weeks of the actual campaign being public, if you will. And we've raised almost $40,000 and we're going to continue. And this is more about participation and being a part of the university community. And it's been a really pleasant experience to see people supporting students and seeing the university as part of their family. Well, this situation has to have had a dire effect on so many students and their families. I could just only imagine. Even the students that have on-campus employment, I'm Mm -hmm. sure, must be severely affected by the closure of the university campus. Yeah. What we know is we have approximately 1,400 students who would normally be employed, and they would be using that employment towards paying for their tuition and other costs are now unable to work. 
because of the shutdown. And then there's a host of others that didn't necessarily work at the university that have needs. So there are thousands of students at UNT that are having some real difficulty and challenges. And it's been very, very heartwarming to see the outpouring of support with our alumni and friends. And I will be honest with you, our faculty and staff have been tremendous, both in support and how we help students continue their education, but in terms of them giving back. A huge number of faculty and staff have been donors to this already, and I'm really, really thankful for them. That's really inspiring to hear that. How much funding can a student expect to receive through the UNT CARES campaign? Currently, we're estimating anywhere between, say, as low as, say, $100 to $1,000. Things are evolving a bit right now with the federal government. They're using the term CARES as well. Their recent legislation that's providing some money to universities to directly support students will help students in a various ways. So it's going to be working in conjunction with our own philanthropic support. We're looking at now grants of $5,000 and even above, depending upon the needs and depending on what the legislation allows for. That is so terrific to hear. Mm -hmm. What do you do in deciding who receives the funding, how much they get? What's that involved with? So there's a committee or a task force called the Emergency Response Team. It's led out of the Division of Student Affairs and with our friends in enrollment management with student financial aid. They're running the program. They're, Like I said, they're using the Start Green, Stay Green program, which has a website and it has a ton of information for anybody who's interested in that on how to apply. It's fairly simple. It's not real drawn out. It's to get you started. And then if there's further questions that need to be asked so that they can get you to the right help. They're doing that. To date, they've dealt with several thousand interested students and applications. It's just such a wonderful opportunity for people to give. And it sounds like you've had donors stepping up and helping to fill this need. You mentioned how much your faculty has stepped in and staff. And also, I would wonder where a person can go if they want to be part of this effort. The website is the word one dot unt dot edu slash unt cares plural one word or if you google unt cares I'm, I'm pretty confident it'll get you there we're all over social media so if you go to any of the twitter or facebook pages for the university or specifically unt advancement or the unt alumni association pages we're constantly posting updates and information there so that's probably the quickest and easiest way to find us And we're doing some things through email and and some direct work as well. I heard something about a $200,000 match. Yeah. So the university, both through a generous gift by Dr. Smotrisk personally, and as well as some university funds through student affairs, the Student Government Association has also participated in this. They've all put together enough money so that we have roughly $200,000 that we're already giving out, but we would like to match that against donor gifts. So it kind of lifts us up a bit to go out and say, hey, can we get to $200,000? That would be an amazing goal for us. We have such a generous, active community. I'm sure that many of our listeners are going to be very excited to hear about this because so many of us are sequestered in our homes. We can't get out and do the usual community-minded activity that we give. And this just sounds like a great opportunity to make a very immediate positive impact on people that need our help. 
And it's always a good time to be philanthropic, right? I mean, that's just part of what it means to be American, in my opinion. But when we get into situations like this and other challenging circumstances, it's really amazing how people step up and will help their neighbors and their family. Quite honestly, the University of North Texas is a family. We're a unique university. We tend to work a little harder than everybody else. We're an amazing group of alumni and friends. It's been amazing. I've spoken to your staff and they've mentioned you're actually even getting notes from the donors saying how thrilled they are to be a part of this initiative. The outpouring of support and the information we're receiving. And like I said, if you go to Twitter and Facebook, we're trying to provide neat stories of amazing donors. For instance, Jaylee Mitchell, the head women's basketball coach, stepped up and made a significant, important donation. And when we asked her, why this? Why not something directed towards athletics? And she said, well, because it's time for family to help family and stories like that. And uh, she's an alum of the university as well. Jaylee is one of of hundreds of stories out there of people who love the university and understand that it's more than just a place we work or complete our degrees. It's something that is with you for the rest of your life. Well, as difficult as this time has been for many people and as many struggles as people have, the positive side and the bright side is truly seeing people come together like this. No doubt about it. It's it's the part of my job that I love the most is being able to connect people to their passion and to see them connect to something that's meaningful to them and to watch it grow and happen over time. That's what philanthropy is. People ask me all the time, oh, is it hard to be a fundraiser? And I said, well, I rarely ask people for money. I'm usually just connecting people to what their interests are. And when you work at a place like UNT, that touches everybody from children to gerontology, from music and the arts to the hard sciences and the social sciences, there's very little we don't do and impact the world around us. So I feel honored to work for such a special place and and a place that is part of me because obviously I went to school here as well. You have an amazing job, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's really a terrific thing to be involved in. You and your staff regularly work very hard to ensure that university students and faculties are able to meet the future needs. And you allow, as you say, to connect people's generosity in areas where they can truly make a difference. Mm-hmm. I think that's incredible. It sounds very important to the well-being of the university. Who are your typical donors? Are they big corporations or mom and dads? All of them. Who are they? Yeah, I mean, it's everybody. (laughs) Yeah, right. As a matter of fact, we actually have different staff who focus specifically on different areas. I have a tremendous colleague and a lady named Jessica Watts who runs our corporate and foundation giving area. Eileen Moran runs my individual giving area. Kim Went and her team with Nicole Sproul runs our annual giving area and what we call leadership annual giving areas. And of course, we have our alumni giving in other areas as well. So I could go on and on about uh, so many of my staff members. I probably shouldn't have just mentioned those. I should have mentioned a hundred other, but I will say that we touch everybody. Obviously, alumni to the university are important and especially at a university like UNT, where roughly 70% of our alumni live within 100 miles of campus. The group, you know, Dallas and Fort Worth, as well as Denton and Collin County and Frisco and Plano and all those other emerging areas are also part of the university experience. I mean, we really 
are the university for North Texas. And so there's no more important public university than us. And so we touch both the urban and rural areas all around us. We try to connect everybody we can. Sometimes people surprise us, and those are fun too. Well, we had Annette Becker, the director of UNT's unique Texas fashion collection, as Mm -hmm. a guest on an earlier podcast. And by the way, she's also a very popular Ollie faculty member. I bet. Yeah, yeah, she's terrific. I was so delighted to see that the collection was also listed in the Advancement Office's highlights. Annette had mentioned in our podcast how important it was that the collection be photographed and digitized so that student fashion designers, researchers, and other people could have access to the over 20,000 historical designer garments because obviously just for safety reasons alone, she can't have people coming in and touching all the garments and possibly bringing contaminants in. And what a monumental task that was to digitize this. And I saw in your highlights that the UNT Diamond Eagle Society donors have come mm-hmm. together to support this process. I'm so excited about that. That's yeah. fantastic. The Texas Fashion Collection is, I have a personal passion for it. I would not say I'm a fashion expert, but my wife is, and uh, she loves it. And when she went through the collection and came home and described it to me, I couldn't believe how important this collection is to the university and to art. Quite Yes. Often. Yeah, I agree. It's incredible. And so we're blessed as a major research university to have such a collection. There's a couple of interesting points with this. One is a gentleman named Bruzzy Westheimer, a UNT alumnus from Ardmore, Oklahoma. His wife and he went through the collection and quickly realized there was a need specifically from a collection software perspective, almost like a museum type of perspective of how to collect the data. And the question he asked was, he said, I'm on the board of a local museum in Ardmore, Oklahoma. I know there's software. Do you guys use those types of things? They said, no, we haven't been able to acquire it yet. And he said, well, you're acquiring it now. I love that story. That then led to the need to for us to digitize more of the collection. And we have a group called the UNT Diamond Eagle Society. It was created by Debbie Smotrisk, Neil's wife, and a lady named Kathy Bryce and some others. Kathy is the former superintendent of Highland Park Schools and lives right down the road here in Argyle and is a huge UNT supporter. They had this idea that wouldn't it be great if we could create a society where we solicit a modest size gift of $1,000 a person and we collectively put all that money together so that we can create a larger sum to make an impact on something on campus annually, a cash infusion, if you will. And the goal was, where could we put that money? And so I think we're three years into this program now And one of the gifts was to fund the digitizing of the fashion collection. They've also added on a patio to the alumni pavilion out by the football stadium. And they've provided resources for the suit up student closet, which provides professional attire for students as they graduate so that they can have a proper suit or more formal dress for interviews and such. And they provided a huge opportunity there. So you can see annually, they make a big impact in different areas on campus. So I should say, can anyone join this? Anybody? Absolutely. The UNT Diamond Eagles is open to anyone. It's an annual membership 
And you can contact me at david.wolf, W-O-L-F, at unt.edu at my email. And myself or Nicole or Kim or somebody will get in touch with you. It's super easy. There's a website also, a giving page. I don't have that with me, but we can get you there. But basically, it's an annual thing. There's a voting where the different departments come and talk about five or six different projects. And then they they're literally the group votes. So it's democratic, if you will. And the most votes gets the grant for that year. And then we have a celebration where we unveil and then look at the last year's project and see how it's come along. And so it's a social opportunity as well. And wouldn't it be fun to be social again? And to you have- got that right. <laughs> this- This is such great news because for someone like myself, who wouldn't be able by any stretch of the imagination to make a large donation, like some of these large corporations or a very, very wealthy person, Mm -hmm. although I can give my $1,000 annual membership and pool it together with a lot of other people and really do something that's high impact and makes a huge difference. I find that just really What a terrific concept. It's been an amazing and fun program, roughly 100 people. So we're raising currently a ride at $100,000. And every year it seems to grow. And so, yeah, we would love to have you and anybody else uh, be a part of it. And like I said, it's a really great social experience. All the people that are members of it are amazing, passionate UNT people. There's no better group on campus. Are there other initiatives going on that you'd like to mention? I mean, this one is very exciting and UNT Cares is wonderful. Are there other things that you'd like to mention? We do it all. Scholarship fundraising is always needed at the University of North Texas, uh, providing whether it be through an endowment, which lasts forever, which basically spins off from interest disbursements or for an immediate need scholarship. We will always need scholarship help at UNT, but there's so many other programs. We have the Keeney Speaker Series, which brings high profile speakers to Dallas. We were going to have Lou Holtz this spring. He's graciously accepted our invitation to come back in the fall when we can hopefully have people together. We've had some amazing speakers through the Keeney Speaker Series over the years. We continue to touch all of our colleges through their very, very diverse and important programs. So like I said earlier, if you're interested in the arts, whether it be music or the fine arts or the graphic design in those areas, we can make an impact. If you're interested in the social sciences, we have one of the strongest programs in the country in both history and political science, as well as public administration. I mean, you may not know this, but in the state of Texas, the majority of public administrators and city managers are graduates of the University of North Texas. That's an important program. And of course, our founding college, the College of Education, near and dear to my heart, Who doesn't want to help teachers and provide opportunities for the next generation of Americans? The UNT College of Education continues to be one of the most important colleges of education, not only in Texas, but in the country for the work it does. Again, more superintendents and principals come out of UNT than any other university in the state of Texas. I had no idea. That's incredible. Now, you have another UNT program that falls under your division, and it's one that's very near and dear to my heart. I'm smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Osher Lifelong Learning. Yahoo. (laughs) Ollie is an amazing program. I've been blessed to be a part of Ollie programs 
at three prior universities before coming here, uh, University of Alabama, University of Southern Mississippi, where I was vice president. And then at UCLA, we started an Ollie program. And Ollie is just, its concept is so amazing. And I appreciate what Stephanie and her group does to bring the university experience for people so that they can experience it forever and for their entire lives. My mother is a member of Ollie, and I find it amazing listening to what her interests are. So yeah, Ollie is part of the University Advancement family, and we continue to promote it. Matter of fact, we are working really hard to consider ideas like creating dual memberships for both the UNT Alumni Association and the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute. It's pretty easy to join both. For $115, you can be a member, or $210 if you're a couple. It creates a little bit of savings, but gets you connected into both programs if you're interested in that. Well, I'm always quick to say that when my husband and I were deciding where it was we wanted to live for this next phase of our lives, which some people call retirement, I call revitalization, <laughs> because we had time to pursue things, lifelong learning was top on that list. And when I found out that Ollie was here in this Denton area, that was a big part of our decision of where we wanted to go. It is a remarkable, remarkable program. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And personally, my mother, who has lived in East Texas for a number of years, she and my stepfather recently bought a home in Robson Ranch. And one of the driving factors was Ollie because she's a extroverted, engaging type of person. I don't know if that got handed to me or not, but I'm very familiar with that idea. And I hear that all the time from people when I bump into them at sporting events or music events and other things. The first thing that comes up is, you know, how much I appreciate Ollie because I can do so many different things. And not only from your faculty, but from people in the community that have amazing talents to share. And it's just incredible. So I appreciate you saying that and glad to have you part of the UNT family. Oh, hey, I am so happy to be part of it. I feel very proud when I go up 35 and I see that flag flying <laughs> and I look over at that stadium and it's all green. I love it. Now, I'm assuming you have a closet full of green now. I am actually wearing my UNT at Ollie t-shirt right now as we speak. <laughs> Excellent. That's it wasn't it. pre-planning. It just happened. I can imagine that working to help others to this extent must have had a real impact on your life. Any thoughts on that? Wow. Well, getting into university advancement and philanthropic advising, if you will, is a positive experience for me because like I said earlier, I enjoy connecting people to what their passions are. But its impact on me is, yeah, it's significant. Did I benefit from the generosity of others as I was working my way through school? Absolutely, I did. And am I appreciative of that? Uh, every day, every day. So I think it starts there. I believe in leadership through service, to have a job that provides for me and my family and allows me to work with committed and amazing people who love the university as much as I do is a blessing. So for me, yeah, I love what I do 99.9% .9 of the time. And, <laughs> and then the other 0.1% of the time, you know, uh, that's part of being a leader. I got into this with my eyes wide open and I enjoy what I do and I'm where I want to be. Well, as we get ready to close, I have to say, I'm sure that many of our community-minded listeners are very motivated to help 
and to become involved in educational philanthropy. And I think it's important to add that the donations to UNT are 100% tax deductible unless, of course, someone makes a gift and receives something in return, like a t-shirt or a dinner, then of course, the deductible amount would be reduced by the value of the t-shirt or whatever it was the person received. So what would you say if someone wants to start by just donating to UNT in general or supporting one of your programs specifically? Mm -hmm. What should that person do? It's as simple as going to the UNT website. There's a Give Now section right on the front page that you can start clicking away at and finding things that are interesting to you to calling me or emailing me or any of my associates directly. Uh, I think I gave out my email address earlier, david.wolf at unt.edu. I'd love to hear from anyone that has an interest in what that may be. There's no gift too small or too large. And we our goal is to connect people to where they want to give. The only caveat I give, as long as it's moral, ethical, and legal, and, <laughs> uh, they always are, and we're glad to help anyone connect. It's a great time to be a part of the University of North Texas. Well, thank you so very much, Dr. Wolf, for the efforts that you and others in the Division of the University Advancement are making to help people in so many different areas, and particularly in helping UNT students affected by the conditions brought in by the COVID-19 restrictions through the UNT CARES campaign. And I just have to state that link again for our Thank listeners you. because it's an important one. It <laughs> is one, and that's the word one, O-N-E dot U-N-T dot E-D-U backslash UNT CARES. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. You're welcome, and thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I rarely get a chance to just talk about what I do. So it's fun to talk about our team and what we do. And, and thanks for what you do to support the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute. Ollie is an absolute jewel in the crown at UNT, and I appreciate your support and continued support of Ollie. Well, thank you. This has been Susan Supak speaking at the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, speaking with Dr. David Wolf, Vice President for University Advancement at the University of North Texas. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please go back and listen to our previous interviews, which you can find on our website, olli.unt.edu slash podcast, or by searching for the Ollie at UNT podcast in your favorite podcast app. While you're in the app, don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating. We also encourage you to share our podcast with your family and friends. Join us again next week for another episode.